Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you lovely listeners out there. Welcome along to episode seven. How are you, Matt? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, you feeling good? Or you've not been struggling with a bit of a cold recently, haven't you? I have. I'm putting a brave face on it because... Uh, well, good job the listeners can't see your face then, isn't it? Because you look like a bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had a bit of a germ factory in our house this Christmas, as I'm sure a lot of dads will have done. Today, for the episode, we've got a few things we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing your side on... Because some of these events, I don't really have a clue what's going on, mate. Okay. I know you're a bit of a royalist. So you're obviously what's going on with the royals, you yeah. know all that malarkey, yeah. Yeah, you know Meghan Malarkey, whatever her name is, oh, yeah. she, all that sort of shit. I want to hear your view on it and maybe break it down to understand. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk about, um, you know when you're like a bloke and you got you're single, you got no kids and life's great. Yeah. Uh, the Friday night process before you go out to compare it to what it's like now. Yeah. You know exactly what I mean, don't you? Definitely. Uh, and then a bit of kid influencing, some, you know, what kids can teach other kids, which are frowned upon in the, in the dad world, I'd call it. Uh, just a couple of little gets, bits and pieces along the way, mate. Yes. So, okay. what I gather, this royal shit, mm-hmm. Harry and Meghan, yeah. they've had a kid, so they've, got, they've, left, they've, they've left the lavish lifestyle, now they've become parents, they thought, fuck this, we're off. Is that what's happened, Matt? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know when you, like, we know, your life changes when you when you have children. Even if you are a prince. Even if you are a prince and a princess, things change. And sometimes you decide, fuck this shit, I'm just going to do things my way. Now, but, but when, so like, when he, so what, what is he, like, getting rid of? Because he don't do fuck all, does he? Well, the countries, yeah, they do a lot, actually, the royals. I was of this opinion before. I used to think, well, they're just there in the benefits grounders, really. They're just taking money off. <laughs> they're on the doll. Yeah, they are, really. Where they're, where they're, they, they, we pay them. We, they get money off taxpayers, don't they? Same no, way you're going to have to explain this. This is why I want to ask you, because I don't know really anything about the royals. So, the, so you know your doll is paid through the taxes of other people's, mm-hmm. you know, and it's there to help. 
I've been on the dole before. I've, a lot of people have been on the dole at some point. You were in, in the life. royal family. I was in the <laughs> royal family. Um, and yeah, it's good to be there when it's when it's needed. Um, what the royals do is they take the taxpayers' money and then they they use that to live. But they are the queen, and that's so I suppose is a they're right. It's their country. What's happened is. Would you like me to just... I know you're going to explain, but... You know, like... this. What's her name? Meghan McCarkle? Meghan Markle, yeah. That's it, yeah. She's an actress, isn't she? Yeah. Well, she was. Do you think, you know... And these, these things do happen in, like, the normal world of people. He's got himself a bird. Mm. And she's turned him against his family. Surely that's what's happened. Well, if you... To believe my mum, then that's, uh, that's exactly what's happened. She's... Uh, I was on the phone with her the other night when it, when it, it, it broke mm. the, the news. She said, "I knew it. I knew that. I knew that Megan was no good for him." <laughs> I've said it to Barbara. I've said it from the beginning. I've said, "Look, Barbara was saying I like her. She's a lovely girl." And I said, "No, no. There's something about her. It's just not real. It's just not real. There's some. She's an actress. She's acting. Everything you see is she's acting." And to be fair, there's a lot of people who, who do believe that uh, as well. And I've noticed, I do have noticed it. You know, when you see those little looks and these things, and mm. you do have to think... She is fit, though. She's very fit. But you do have to think, hang on a second, Will and Harry, absolute bezers until Meghan comes along. And now they're, now they're not getting on very well. Mm. Now they've fallen out. Kate and that doesn't seem to get on with her very well. And she's an absolute weldy as well. She is a weldy, and she's she's like. Didn't your ex used to be friends with Kate Middleton? Or no, Kate Middleton is from right near the where she lives, just down the road from where um, my ex lives. Does she? And then, well, her family a little really, two up, two two da- two up, two down. A little two up, <laughs> two down. Um, and then a company that I used to work for, her brother was sharing that warehouse with us. And then he used to just sort of come in and, you know, he's a nice guy. And then um, during the wedding, they used that area to, like, do all the cars and things. One day, this huge lorry with all the sads on came, sads popped down, absolutely full of Land Rovers and Range Rovers. Yeah. You know why? Royal family get given Range Rovers for free. Did I? Yeah, and Land Rovers and stuff. It's just theirs, theirs for free. But anyway, yeah, they So they can just walk into a Range Rover and Land Rover and just go, I'll, I'll take this one then. Yeah, it suits Range Rovers, doesn't it? fucking mental, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a British company and, well, I think it's been taken over now by Germans, but, yeah, by BMW, but anyway. So, yeah, going, well, so she, your mum said that she's no good. Is this what's happened, Matt? Is I, this what's going down? Has she gone in and caused a stir and she's just fucking, come on, Harry, we're off? You have to look at a bit of evidence here, and I've looked, I've, I've drilled it down, because what I like to do is I don't like to just take things from face value. Mm. And I was originally of the opinion of that she's just come in and caused trouble and decided, right, this is how it's going to be, Harry. Harry, look, you're going to be a vegan now. You're going you're gonna to eat vegan food because I'm a vegan. You're going to do this now because I'm this. I'm going to come into this family and I'm going to just do it how I want to do it. And in my head, I was like, no, you've decided to sign up for a princess. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it like, 
I want to do things my way, but also I want to be a princess. Every person who knows that's coming to the royal family has had an issue because they call the royal family the fame because you're supposed to do everything exactly how you do it. And if you go against it... You get kicked out the door. Megan's decided not to do that. Megan's decided she wants to do it her way. Apparently, she even was kicking off at the wedding because she wanted air fresheners in Westminster Abbey and she wanted, you know, air fresheners. And apparently the royal people said, look, if it's good enough for the Queen, this smell in here is good enough for the Queen, who got married here and everybody else got here, it's certainly good for you, Mr. Well, Michael. But the Queen's old, you know what I mean? Her, her nostril might have gone. Yeah, but she's the Queen. Yeah, she is the Queen. She, have you ever smelled the Queen? She could smell like shit. She could, potentially, but I've, I've, I have followed behind the Queen once in Hull and talked to Prince. Yeah, but that the smell could have just been Hull. Yeah, exactly. It was probably uh, <laughs> uh, over the top of her. But uh, no, there was. I, I had a nice little chat with uh, with her husband, old uh, Phil the Greek, who's pointing out potatoes, and he was like, "That's a funny, funny potato. That's a funny." No, it was like, yeah, banter, mate. Yeah, cheers, Phil. Yeah, and then, um, but yeah, no. Now I've thought about it. Yeah. I think everyone has completely the right to do what they want. And if you look back at the way she's been absolutely abused compared to Kate in the in the news and everything else like that, like Kate will come out and go, Kate looking ravishing through her pregnancy, everything else like that. And then poor Megan will come out and they'll go, why is she holding her bump so weird? Why is she doing this? Why is she wearing that vulgar dress and literally using all these words? And you think to yourself, you know what? You haven't actually ever had it that easy. You've always been judged from the beginning because, quite frankly, because you're American, it sounds terrible, but it is. They've come in and they've said, well, this is unusual because they've not married a British person of an elite class or anything else like that. Yeah. You're a, we are quite, if you think about it, in this country, we're very institutionalised into who we bring into the royal family and everything else. Because originally I was sat there going, you know what, though? This is all. She wants to move to Canada because she doesn't understand how to be British. Like, she doesn't understand that this is how you have to do. This is the rules. Once you're a princess, you do exactly what they tell you and you, you become a robot and you do everything else like that. And reality is... So is she, like... She's just fucked off then. She wants to go back to Canada. Mm. She's dropped all of her royalties. So she's not going to be making silly paper off us then. No, so the, the whole plan now for them... It's fucking Harry got to get a job. Yeah, Harry... Shut is, the front door. Harry's fuming because... <laughs> not, not Harry's fuming, but... He, he's she's signing on. She's basically told him, look, we're going to do this. I don't like it anymore. I don't like it anymore. I want to move back to Canada. They've not told the royal family. They've not told the Queen. It's quite disrespectful... They've just gone, right, we'll make our own decision and we're going to go and do it. The royal family are unhappy. But, yeah, this is my point. I thought to myself, this is horrendous. This is like, you've given up your title as a prince and everything for just for this. But, actually, looking deep into it... Tell me more, Matt. It's a great thing. Because she's outright turned around and gone, you know what, this is dysfunctional. This family, this everything else is unhealthy for my mental health, it's unhealthy for me, it's unhealthy for my family. Yeah. I'm a mum and my dad. We're a mum and a dad who are trying to bring up a family and a child and 
our mental health and our well-being is being completely disregarded. And everyone should have the right to any toxic situation to be able to turn around and go, you know what, I'm cutting know. you all out. That's cl- that, to be fair, I never thought of it that way. Uh, to be fair, I don't know a lot about it, but like we we talk about this on every podcast. Yeah. If it's affecting, like we talked about, especially on the Christmas thing, if you can't be, you know, and their parents, if you can't be the best version of you because of your mental health's not there or you're struggling with that certain aspects because of a toxic environment, yeah, do it. You just fucking get rid, don't you? Yeah, and how dare us as a public and and what's the word hypocritical of us at this time? In it's the actually world, pronounced hypocritical. Hypocritical. Is, is of us to sit there when there's so much going on about mental health, and you watch that little interview they had of, of uh, Megan and when they were following them in South Africa, and she was literally holding back tears, and some interviewer turned around to went, "How are you doing after the birth of your child?" I mean, she may, might be suffering from personal depression or anything, and no one's asked her. No, no one thing. even thinks about that, no, do they? And Mate, she, she, she literally held back the tears and she said, I'm actually really struggling, but thank you for asking. You're the first person that's actually asked me if I'm okay. Because they're just seen as the royal family to us and they should get on with it and stiff up a lift. People going, you're the royal family, you've got more money than sense, just get on with it. But yeah, it's not the case, is it? And, and I'm glad I asked you, Matt, because I wouldn't have ever thought about this. No, and, and now everybody is is sitting there and they've outright turned around and said, we're doing what's best for our family and our you know mental health to go and live away from all this press and everything else. And what's happening now? People attend, the press and everyone are turning around going, it's disgusting, the poor queen, the poor everybody else... How about turning around and going saying, you know what, good for you. Right, Matt, back to the juicy stuff. We've we've hit the serious topic, early doors. I like it, if I'm honest. Yeah. Out the way, now the fun can start. Yeah. Remember Friday nights? Good Friday nights, not the ones, you know, that we have to go through now. Friday night process. Oh, yeah. Finish work. You go get your hair cut. Get you go to the gym. A full rig out from the shops. Maybe get a nice pair of jeans, nice shirt. And you plan it. And you plan it all through the week. You go, right, I'm going out Friday night. Yeah. I won't get my hair cut Monday. I want to look fresh as fuck yeah. on Friday night. Yeah. So you're planning. You're at work. You're scrolling through on the computer. looking on. You've got a little River Island tag knocked up, haven't you? Yeah. And you're going, oh, new jeans. I'm getting paid this, so I can spend that on that. Get, I'll get some new kicks, I might. Yeah. But yeah, so you're scrolling through, you get yourself, right, I'm going to go buy that. You, you know, you might you finish work on a Friday. You maybe go, you're booked in a barber's, you know, you, first thing you're doing. Mm. It's either gym barber's or barber's gym, isn't it? Yeah. I like to go to the barber's first, get my hair cut, then go to the gym, because you look in the mirrors, you've got a fresh new cut, you're pumped up, you're looking... You're looking dirty. You're you were looking... a Turkish barber's man, or you were? Well, mate, I wasn't. Old Kathy used to do me. Right. She only had one eye. She swear down, she had one eye. Amazing. That's what I look like, a mix between Chris Evans and fucking <laughs> I thought, Tintin. Yeah, I thought, yeah, there's improved recently. <laughs> <laughs> she had a, yeah, she had an eye, well, it wasn't an eye patch, but she always used to like, she'd flick it up, cut me hair, put the eye patch back down. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the old Turkish barber's, and you know, after the 10 years of trying, I managed to get a bit of bum fluff around the facial hair region. Yep. Just like it's shaped up, instead of looking like a scabby dog. Yeah. So the Turkish bloke came, I went in there, I said, mate, sort me out. He said, not a chance, you look like a bag of shit. Oh. But they gave me their best guy. So I go get my hair cut, and then it was down the gym, definitely chest and buys. Get those biceps pulging. Yeah. Get those noodle arms with a bit of vein in it. Mm. Home. Mum, what's for tea? 
oh, whatever you want, I'm going out, touch, pre-drinks, you raid the fridge, bosh, it's taking a couple of dad's stellas. Get changed, shower, get changed, you put your fresh garment on, before your mum goes out, you throw the shirt at her. Mum, you better fucking iron that, I'm out tonight. Yeah. It's true though, isn't it? Yeah. I need this iron now! <laughs> Ain't in, please. <laughs> or you pop, pop, oh mum, you've had your hair cut, you look really nice, couldn't iron my fucking shirt, could you? Yeah, yeah. So you get the right shirt, and then the text comes through, bosh. We've got a place to pre-drink. Yeah. Round wheel, 7.30. And if you're looking at your watch now, or your Fitbit, which I've got in my case, 45 minutes, perfect. Quick one off the wrist, quick shower, get my shirt on, garmented up, new shoes, new fresh. Mum, I'm off out. Stop at the nearest co-op on the way in, get yourself, what, a crate of ears, because you're just, you're a lad and that, aren't you? The, the testosterone's through the roof. Yeah. And then you turn around, there's four of your mates at your house, they've all bought crate of ears, and it's lads, lads, you get the YouTube music on. <laughs> yeah. You just get a hot, heavy trance, you're only going into town. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you're all sat there with your fresh, no one dared sit down, you're all stood up in case you crease your garment. Oh yeah, don't be sitting, no, don't be sitting down. And you don't touch, you don't go too near each other, you know, like where you just greet with maybe like, all right, all right, you don't go shaking hands and maybe the old chest hug, you know what I mean, in case the old barnet gets a bit wavery where you've sprayed it. Yeah. Uh, the shoes are off, obviously, because you're in someone else's house. Yeah. And you've got to fucking be careful when you're bending down doing the laces, I like the way Velcro out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you're all out, a few drinks, and then someone will go, got a free house. That's Ray Dad's whiskey old cupboard, or you get that, and you get the shots out, you get the Jaeger, you get this, you get that. Yeah. You go into town, you're stumbling in, you're walking down the streets about half past nine, about nine o'clock, you know, in the summer, it's just getting dark, and you're giving it loud as you can down the street. Yeah. People, old people looking out the windows, oh, the hooligans are out. You know, the weird thing is, though, you say about this pre-drink, I, I never really knew about pre-drinks until I was, until we went to uni. It's more of a young thing, isn't it? Well... I, I think it's because it's so cheap up north. You don't need the pre-drinks because well, every, you can go in the pub up north when you're about eleven. Yeah, every pint is like a, a quid, a, a quid One, fifty, whatever. So yeah. we, what we do is we go to a place called um, Fun Junction. It's been knocked down now, but we do our our barbers. Mm. We'd go in, we'd get ourselves stuff. You ring each other on the phone, yeah. on the on yeah, the you, house phone. No, the WhatsApp, is it? No, no mobile. No, so <laughs> so you you ring each other on the house phone. Hi, is David there? He's <laughs> just finishing his dinner. He'll call you back. <laughs> so yeah, we, we'd start we started going out. I reckon when we were about sixteen, uh, you'd be able to. There'd be a few pubs you'd be able to like get served in. Uh-huh. So you'd you'd ring your you ring your mate and you'd be like. Right, I'm gonna to go to the hairdressers. I'm gonna get myself sorted, get my uh, get my ears lowered, get my wig slashed. Ears lowered, yeah. classical dad joke. Oh, yeah. you got your ears lowered? And, uh, Fuck off, dad. <laughs> it's oh yeah yeah yeah. What are you what are you wearing then? What are you wearing? Are you gonna wear a shirt? Yeah yeah, wear a shirt. Every every week it was a shirt. Um, New shirt, fresh gum, Leanne's fresh, fresh yeah. iron. Yeah, tucked, untucked. Some it went. There were stages where you yeah. used to have it untucked, and now and then it was a tucked with a belt. And now what's it, Matt? What is it? As as a father. As a father, it's just this tucked in. Well, it's underneath a jumper, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> and you, with your mittens on and your yeah. hat, your woolly hat. Yeah, just perking out the top. So um, yeah, and then yeah, we get to we get to um, Fun Junction, and it, the irony is, it's a big like soft play. So what it was was, it used to be a big soft play at the back, mm. and then at the front it's a pub. So you'd have, so everyone could go in the pub and leave the kids in the soft play. That is. And then, gold dust. And then you, but it's like a huge soft play. It's not like you know. In, sometimes in pubs, in like the hungry horses, you get like a shitty little play area. Mm. Big play. 
So we'd go there and there used to be a bandit called the Temple of Treasure and we learned codes for it. Because back in the day there used to be codes that you could like con the machine out of money. If, if you typed in like high, low, hold, whatever, three yeah. or four times, it'd like break the machine and it'd be like instant jackpot, go red, everything. And so we, we knew about this. Mm. So we thought, right, okay, so we can get a beer in there, we can get served in there, and they've got a temple of treasure. Every week, we'd go in there, early doors, afternoon, have our haircut and stuff, go in, you'd start off in there, it'd be summertime, it'd be early, and then you'd go across the road to Circus Circus. And these circus Circus, uh, mate. I remember that's the first ever nightclub I went into. So there was, there was these. I was fifteen. There was these <laughs> days, and you could have like fake IDs in those days. So everybody would have like a fake ID, or and I always used to have the baby face, and everyone would always kick off if I ended up getting turned down or turned away. Would they leave you or come out? No, you ruined the night. Like there'd always be one person who'd like maybe stay and go, "Cheers, you ruined the night." Like gonna yeah. do it. Then the rest of them would like clear off in. And we go, we're not dragging you around because you've got a baby face. You're gonna have to have try and sneak in. Oh, yeah. you think that straight to the back of queue, like turn your jacket inside out or whatever you do. Like, yeah. Or then just try and sneak in the back doors. And there's so many times in nightclubs when I was younger where you, I'd sneak in through a back door and you'd end up in like a kitchen area of a nightclub or something, and you'd have to like try and slide under the bar area to try and get into the nightclub and stuff. Yeah, it's it's. Imagine now getting turned down, you'd like, cheers, mate. Yeah. Sorry, mate, you're not coming in. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I didn't want to stay out this late anyway. I've got kids and stuff to go. Do you know where the nearest KFC is, mate? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just down on the left. Cheers, mate. I'll get a zinger and I'll be off. Yeah, back in the day, there was like, honestly, I don't understand why. Why is this man being a prick? I'm literally just trying to come into your nightclub and you're not just telling me, mate, do I even look that drunk? Do I even, mate? I'm like 25. I don't understand what you're on about. <laughs> I've got a job. Watch Dear Beth. Uh, 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 uh. But now, it, yeah, like you say, it's just like, it's fair enough, mate. I'll just go somewhere else. It's okay. I'll yeah, we're busy here tonight, lads. Yeah. yeah, I'm not surprised. It doesn't, uh, there's a lot of people. Is there. everyone having a good time? <laughs> yeah, all right, mate. Uh, you had a busy night, mate? Is everything, <laughs> going all right? everything good with the kids in front? Yeah. You got uh, kids, have you? You got uh, kids? Uh, yeah, I got two. Me own, yeah. I bet oh. you want to get back home to them, don't you? Yeah, I do, certainly do. Yeah, I'm probably going to head off in about 10 minutes anyway, so you've saved me a job. Do you know where the nearest taxi rank is? <laughs> oh, you know what? You're a, you're a real you're a pleasure. See you later, mate. Shake your hand. Take care. Um, but yeah, but now, has your Friday nights changed, Matt, since... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 100%, yeah. But you're still, you're still at work. You still might go buy yourself a new T-shirt, but it won't be going out, will it? I'll tell you what you will buy. What? New dressing gown. I bought, no word of a lie, I got a River Island voucher. Yeah. Bosh, dressing gown. Uh, and some jammies. Because I'm a bit of a fucking old boy now. But I ordered that at work, online. Delivered it at home, because that's, that's just a touch. Still on the Friday night, for Friday after work. For, I finished early on a Friday. I thought, you know, I'll go get my hair cut. Same process. I'm in the Turks. The guy's going, oh, you off out tonight? Nah, mate, nah. Just no. be cooking some fish fingers. Yeah, think, I'm mate. just nipping down to Tesco's after this, mate. Get the <laughs> fish fingers in. The kids love them. Do you have any kids? <laughs> you got the music banging out. You couldn't turn that stuff. down, mate, could you? <laughs> <laughs> banging at it. Kind of got far asleep last night. So you, get, you know, you're going home now. Friday night, you get in. You know, pre-drinks, is there? There's maybe a, oh, I'll put some fish things in the oven, like you said. Do you know what now, like the dad version of pre-drinks is a nap. A nap before the sleep, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Because you're never going to get a, fu- well, you never get a fucking nap anyway, do you? Pre-sleeps, as I call them. Yeah, <laughs> a little micro-sleep. A little pre-sleep, you get three minutes sleep before your kid comes and smashes in the face of a maraca. Yeah. And that has happened. Yeah. But it's all changed, mate, isn't it? You don't, we don't get the, you know, but imagine now going out. Around your mate's house, all pre I'd just be like, what are we doing in your house? What are we doing in your attic? We do it. I, I, I've used this opportunity to get out of a house because I'm stuck in a house with a child. Get us out of here because mm. I need to be in the pub immediately. Where I can cause as much carnage as possible. I want to see other people. Mm. I don't want... I don't want anyone to call me daddy. Yeah, I want to see other humans that, that I'm not able to see while I'm out with the child. And, and I want adult interaction. Well, speaking of interaction, pardon the pun, mm. um, talk about kids interacting with kids. Mm. Autumn, my goddaughter, your daughter. Yes. You do know she's an influencer, don't you? She's had a drastic effect on my two children. Uh, she is an enabler, yeah. So she's now, autumn, like we, last year, was it? We come up to you for Christmas. We had a, a nice little day. And Theo had never seen a celebrations pop before. No. But Autumn fucking had. And Autumn had a couple... And Theo was like, oh, what's that? And Autumn gave Theo his first chocolate. And I thought, oh, at the time, I thought, oh, that's lovely, isn't it? They just, you know, it's Christmas. I saw what was going on with her. Fucking... With my eyes gleamed up and I thought, that's right. 
you push that on him. <laughs> we'll soon be making lots of money off that guy. <laughs> he is a fucking chocoholic, mate. Get him hooked. Mate, he's smashing like everything. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. And you're just like, you, you can only say no so many times because they just keep, they don't like, they don't go, you don't go, no. And they go, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Me no, no, more. Chocolate, chocolate. And you're yeah. like, no. Mummy said no. Yeah. Mummy, it was Mummy who said no. Yeah, not Daddy. No. Daddy said, oh, here you go. I'm just handing out the will of Mummy here. And then you end up giving in. Then you give him a chocolate. Well, what Fear does is Mummy will go, no, you've had some chocolate, no more. Mm. And then he'll come to me, and I won't know he's had chocolate. And he'll go, Daddy, chocolate. And I'll get him a chocolate. But instead of eating it then and there, he'll walk all the way back to Emily, yeah. holding the chocolate, and he'll just slowly eat in front of her, going, chocolate. Do you want Chocolate, me to tell you like, something like heartbreaking? Yeah, I do. Oh, I don't think he's like chocolate. Fuck off. She just comes into people's houses, gives their children chocolate, and walks away from the explosion. She's a psychopath. She does. She doesn't even like, she doesn't like chocolate. She doesn't even like sweet things. She just she pretends while she's around other kids. But she had all those chocolate buttons. Yeah, because she wants to get them into it. She goes, mm, these are so nice, these are so nice. And then she hands them out she to other children. the devil, mate. And then while she's at home, she goes, no, I don't like chocolate. I don't like sweets. She doesn't eat them anymore. So she's just... There'll be a Netflix series about her one day. She's be- yeah. <laughs> she, she's on the verge of having her own Netflix series. Because well, think of the loot, mate. Think of the dough. There's going to be plenty of single women at home watching this documentary on, on Autumn in 12 years' time. Uh, true crime. Documentaries, yeah, she's uh, but no, she's not, she's just not feeling the um. Well, does any other do you know of any kids having any influence on autumn? Like, autumn's yeah, had kids up, Karma comes back around, yeah, and uh, at the moment, well, let's she's, share got, it. she's got a friend who's uh, it's an awkward situation because she's her little daughter is a hitter, she hits people, yeah, and now Autumn's picked it up and she'll sort of go and she'll like do the Start hitting, hitting you. Hitting anybody who doesn't let her do something. And you have to tell her off. And then... Just give her a clean roundhouse. Well, what's worse is she says the child's name who's taught her how to do it. As she's hitting you. Yeah, and she says that name. Um, and then you think... You're not throwing anyone under the bus here, are you? Not <laughs> at all. Because it's so awkward. Because that's the awkward part of it is how do you say... To your friends, because you must have other friends other than Artemu influences uh, fear, but you must have like close friends whose children you don't always necessarily agree with their parenting style or the yeah. way they do things, but their way of parenting is now rubbing off onto your child yeah. in a negative way. How do you think you approach that to sort of say, look, I don't agree with what she's doing here? Well, the lad and me. Would be like, don't fucking whack me. I'll give you a clip myself, like what my dad no, used to do to no, me. No, you, you, you'd have to say it to the to the parent. You'd have to turn oh, around to the parent and go, look, the way you're bringing your child oh, yeah. up, dog shit, mate. Can you at yeah. any point just sort of discipline the child and tell them not to hit? Well, that's what like how like my dad when I was a nipper, my, if I hit my dad or not ever hit my dad, but if I like hit someone, I'd get a clip as well. Mm. So I'm like got half my mindset on that. And how I am as a father, because I've never raised hands to my kids. Yeah. Um, not, yeah but, not that I'd say it, that yeah, I would. But, but in, that, in that way of disciplining, like, I used to get that as well. And looking back on that, like, say me and my stepbrother used to 
like fight and hit each other, our punishment was that we'd have to hold our hand out and get our hands hit. Mm. And then in in my head, looking back on that, I think actually that's completely wrong because what you're doing is you turn around going, don't hit somebody. And then yeah. the person hitting you, it doesn't make sense. It's counterproductive. I, I used to get told to turn around. Yeah. And I like not seeing what was coming and I'd either get I didn't know where the fuck I was going to get hit it was either on the top of the head yeah. or right around the legs you're just teaching someone to hit someone and then telling them not to hit somebody at you it's crazy well it was two boys coming out I've already seen the, that happening with yeah. Ronnie and Theo because Theo's two and like you know and Ronnie's one one in a she's one in a month mate I've got wow. gone but Ronnie's like a fucking unit yeah. he takes like he's he's the bully Yeah. so like Theo's got like last night Emily, my wife, she's gone back to work and she works like 12 hours for the day. So I picked the boys up from nursery and then there's me and three kids. Caleb can go and entertain himself. And I've got two, I've got Theo and Ronnie and they're just kicking shit out of each other. Mm. Like I gave Theo a lollipop to shut him up because he was like, lolly, lolly. And I was like, oh, I'll just take it. Yeah. And then Ronnie's clocked the lolly and he's chasing him around and he's pulling Theo's arm, taking the lolly and Theo's going, no. Yeah. So I'm just there dealing with this mess. And then Theo kicks Ronnie, so I tell him off, tell him to sit on the naughty step. But he sat on the naughty step eating his lolly, so he doesn't give a shit. Mm. So I'm thinking, how am I gonna, how am I gonna sort that out in the future? Because I can't be like, right, no lollies, nothing, no treats or anything like that. But they're getting older and older, and soon Ronnie's, you know, he's already overpowering Theo. Soon there's going to be a bust up, I think. Yeah. But then I want them to grow up and be really good friends. Mm. So you know, like sometimes if you have a fallout, you have a fallout with your close mate, don't you? It makes you stronger. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping they get a little ruck in early doors, bosh, and then they're all going to be fine afterwards. And then maybe I'll give them to a lolly each. That might solve it, really. Well, yeah. I mean, me and my stepbrother, I suppose that didn't. We we just used to fight all the time, mm. and it's a weird thing because we never really got on very well. We sort of do, but we didn't really get on, and. But when it comes down to it, you know, if either of us was ever in, like, somebody was ever picking on either of yeah, us. Yeah, stick up for them. That's it. It was, like, my mum got called in apparently one day because one of us was holding down another boy. I think I was holding down somebody so that he could air him because he was picking on oh, him before right. and things like that. And, you know, when you look down and you think... Kiss Chase was that game. Kiss <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you just look and you think... We obviously really cared about each other because we stuck up for each other if anyone was, like, hurting. Well, it's like in those days, isn't it? at that age, when you like a girl, don't you? You go, give a dead arm. Yeah, yeah. Or like you, or don't like you. But we just never seemed to be... I don't know. It's oh, it's am I the only... Because when I said that, you looked at me like I was some sort of weirdo. Did you never used to give girls dead arms when you like, in the school playground? Uh, or pick on the one you liked? We did used to have the kiss chase, which again would be banned. Now we tie girls to like the tree, didn't you? Like everybody wants. Can you imagine to now this day and age of like kiss chase? Like your kid comes home, your middle class, your middle class child comes home from school, and you tell your mum and papa that yeah. it's been with kiss chase. They'd be fucking outraged. Wouldn't imagine they? what? What did you do today, uh, Francesca? Toff, Toff. We, we, well, actually today, where have you got those rope bands on your arm from? Well, actually, what happened was the boys at school, we played Kiss Chase. Kiss Chase. What's Kiss Chase? Well, what happens is I run, they chase. If they catch me, tie me to a tree and kiss me. Force kisses on me. Um, Okay, that sounds rapey. We're moving schools. We're moving schools. (laughs) That was like what happened. Mate, I used to to slow down. 
No, stop. Don't get me. <laughs> you see, there you go. If you switch it on its head, it's like, it's like take me out. If you mm. switched it on its head and it's the girl's chase the boy. Yeah, the girl's completely fair. Yeah. Completely fair. Completely. <laughs> yeah, imagine them take me out. Yeah. A, a guy comes, a girl comes down the thing. All the lights are left on. All the lights are left on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep uh, model. Um, uh, I keep models, and uh, I also smell of cheese on a regular Tuesday every month. Oh, you've all lost. on. <laughs> Still all on. <laughs> not a fucking light. Not a light. No one's even tempted. They've all got their arms around their back. Uh, yes, and if you get through this round, you'll get yourself a date. Twelve cats. Four of them are in the bin. Uh, I keep them in the bin. Uh, I've been in the bin for 12 years now. Uh, everybody said it smells, but it's fine. All on. <laughs> Congratulations, you got yourself a date. You're going to Fernando's. <laughs> Next, same old process. But, oh, mate, that'd be funny. But, yeah, I mean, like you've, you've pointed out there, it's hard enough to discipline your own children, like, to get them into... A, it's, it's, there's no rule book on how to do it or how, how to, you know, to, to get it right in, in certain ways. It's just trying your best to just keep things in, in order. So, I mean, how on earth do you approach a friend who maybe you just want to turn around and say, is there any way that you could sort of... Like, tell your child off for hitting because mm. now my child is hitting all the time. Do you know what I mean? You can't. And then also, it. it's just fine territory. Like, what's a parent going to do? Like, she doesn't really hit around me. She doesn't hit. She doesn't hit yeah. or he or she. Because kids are kids, aren't they? They do. They don't know how to express themselves, do they? No, I know. And it is just a fit. Yeah, and that's the other thing. If you've got different ideas on the way things are, so one, the mum or dad might turn around and say, oh, it's just a the phase they're going through. You know, they'll snap out of it. But you're of the mindset of, no, I think there needs to be boundaries and mm. you need to say that. Again, you can't really it's a tricky, tell somebody... It's a sticky one. Yeah, you can't tell... Maybe... Do you know what I'd do? What? Move house. Move schools. Move county. Yeah, and just say, I'm sorry, it's Living not you. Living a farm. Living a... <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe... Maybe we could get an... Um, some feedback again we do love the feedback from any listeners who've been in this situation before and maybe they could help us out here maybe i think we, i think that's a great idea matt because like you say you're, you're in that sticky situation already yeah so hopefully we get some of the listeners to maybe comment or give us uh, what they would do yeah you could put that to practice and get back to us next week with the with the, with the result so yeah that'd be a lovely um but yeah like you know i know we've talked again again about the the royals and the mental health side of it. Mm. I just want to quickly talk about, um, so, you know, everyone's back at work now. We mentioned this, you know, you get the anxiety and all that. And you were saying about not giving yourself new year's resolutions, giving yourself goals. How are you getting on with your goals? I understand you've, uh, you've got some real good, um, well, you've got some good news for us, haven't you? Oh yeah. I've not, um, I've, I've not, not had a ciggy, uh, or, a a drink for well since just just before New Year's now. And what? How, well, that was that's not you. That's not your goal because you've already said like you. No, that is your goal, isn't it? Yeah. But you've you know you broke it down and you see it more achievable, like you were saying. Yeah, I've not obviously I've not uh, been sat there going. I'm just never ever going to do it again. I'm never going to do anything. I'm I'm just. It's like that first time you kiss a boy, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Uh, it's just finding finding ways to sit there and say. You know what? This is another week 
another week I've hit that goal, another, another things to do, distract myself, do whatever. I mean, I'll be honest with you, by this point I thought, this is it, I'm going to be breathing like I'm like I'm Lance Armstrong, like I'm yeah. like I've, I've I'm a, a fit athlete. I got a chest infection, so I uh, I went I went to the I went to the doctors and I said, uh, "How did that go?" Well, well I, I had to see a nurse. Yeah, walk me through the process of talking to her about this. Well, like I say, I've, I've moved recently to to an area that's not as um not as nice as, mm. as where I used to live. Yeah, you live in a complete shit at the moment. Yeah, just just briefly and. Um, <laughs> It's, I mean, getting a doctor's is bad, like, it's hard. And I finally got, a, like, a temporary resident, walked in there, place smelled of piss. Didn't actually get to see a doctor, got to see a nurse, but either way, nurses are good. And, yeah, I went in, I said, look, I've quit smoking. It just so happens that I've got a chest infection now, rather yeah. than actually a, a great, great lung capacity. She turned around and went, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so I said that. She went, yeah, me too, quit last week. <laughs> Got a chest infection too. So I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so I thought, oh, this is brilliant. So I am... Um, so oh, I was like, so obviously the, the, the doctor's there and everyone a picture of health as well. So she said, so said, don't worry that. I'm on the VIP. <laughs> so I said, right, so you've, you've not quit then. So she said, so I said, you've not quit then. So she said, yeah, I quit. I was smoking. But now I'm on the VIP. So, so that's not really quitting. What flavour's your mate? Yeah, Never no. seen number one. <laughs> Lambert and Butler flavour. So I said, oh, it's not really quitting, is it? So she said, yeah. So I said, oh, no, you, you're just still on the nicotine. You're just on oh. it in a different way. Healthier for that, isn't it? Doesn't sound like it. Yeah, anyway, let's take, let's take a listen to your chest. So she listened to my chest. A few crackles in there. I thought a few crackles in your voice. So then she, uh, she, she started listening a little bit more. Take a deep breath for me. So I took a deep breath. More it's like a set of bellows. So I said, all right, okay. Um, so she went through it. She said, good luck with the sweating anyway, quitting, good luck. She honestly, she sounded like, uh, she sounded like Tyson Fury's dad. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> 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 I did, uh, <laughs> get, she gave me some antibiotics and oh, fuck. getting on with it, mate, getting on with it. So, oh. But that's not to say that quitting smoking is a bad thing. It's a bloody brilliant thing. I don't sit here now craving a cigarette and wondering when the next time it is. I was listening to, and this is actually a really great <laughs> book, called um, Alan Carr's Quitting Smoking. Not from the TV show, it's a different Alan Carr. Right. And it is everybody who says they've read it mm. ends up quitting. And all it is, it's not anything other than showing you what a bloody idiot you are for smoking. And I know everybody dear, else... Isn't it? Dear game. Yeah, like everybody else can turn around and say, oh, if you quit, it's stupid. Like you end up killing yourself or you end up doing this. But all about psychologically making you realise that you're actually just a slave to this cigarette and this this you're not you're not doing it to it, it, you know like when you say I'm giving up I'm quitting I'm giving up and things that's all like propaganda from the the cigarette companies 
not giving up anything, you're gaining something. Yeah. Like when you quit, you're actually <clears throat> all you're giving up is giving up like a shit lifestyle. Like when you but but in reality, what you're doing is you're gaining health. fresh lungs, like more life. That's a good way to look at it, especially yeah. with goals. So you don't want to be like, right, I'm quitting. And then if you don't, if you fall, you fall off the wagon and start toughing again, having the cigarettes, yeah. and you go, oh, I couldn't quit. No, you just got to gradually make the process of gaining yeah. that better health style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought of it like that, mate. Do you know, you're a very wise man. Uh, a lot of people have referred to me as the baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, yeah. Baby Yoda, it. yeah. You've stopped smoking, I see. <laughs> smoking, you've stopped. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's not. It's just recycled. Um, well... What I think, uh, like I said, to get the listeners to uh, give you some advice regarding the uh, the issue with you know how to help with the autumn situation with the other kid hitting. No, no names will be mentioned. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the going through like the royal thing. I'm glad we talked about that. And obviously, the the mental health side of it has made me put a completely different twist on how I see it now. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think for this episode, mate, we should wrap that up. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, look forward to hearing from you guys next week. Next week, we've actually got a very, very exciting announcement. Oh, um, have we? Oh, we have. Yeah, we, uh, we've we been doing a little bit of promo, um, and we've we've done a few... Actually, before we go, um, I would like to mention there's... We've now, in a blog... Uh, yeah. There's a great guy on... Instagram, who listens to our, <coughs> our podcast, called uh, At Home with Yorkshire Daddy, mm. and uh, he's been so kind as to write a blog post about the podcast, yeah. uh, so please do check it out. His blog is, is very, very good. It's all about being, being a dad, and he also talks about mental health. He talks about all sorts of things uh, that people can relate to, so I, I really enjoy reading it. It's a great, great blog. Yeah. So if you follow follow at home with Yorkshire Daddy on Instagram, you'll be able to look at his blog and have a little read of it. Hey, um, next next week also we'll be making a little announcement of our appearance in. I won't say it right now, but mm. it's it's a it's a mainstream publication. Just branching out, aren't we, Matt? Very exciting, yeah, very exciting. So so yeah, if you guys can keep keep the love coming, keep listening, keep uh, sharing, and yeah, we look forward to talk to you guys next week. We do appreciate you listening. So yeah, thank you very much. Take care, guys. Bye bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.